This program is a recording of the annual Christmas concert performed by the Savannah First Seventh-day Adventist Church Choir, Ladies' Choir, Savannah Adventist Christian School Handbell and Tone Chimes Band, and Elementary Center Kids. The original live performance was aired December 15, 2018. Pastor Joseph Womack gives the Christmas message and acts as narrator for the program. And now, we open the concert with the Christmas message. Enjoy the show. One of the more famous openings of any movie that's from Star Wars, 1977. Does anybody remember that one? And the part that I like the best about it in the whole movie is that what's called the opening crawl, as those words come out across the screen. And he did it in all eight of the movies. But the part that I really like is the very first line, and that's why I had that in there today, where it says, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. You see, that's how he's setting the stage for the story that he wants to tell. And this is George Lucas that put these together. He, he grew up watching Flash Gordon serials at the movie theater, and he said, when I put this space thing together, I want to have it just like the old ones with the words crawling across the screen. And so it's, it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Well, those words are relative to say that something is a long time ago because what's a long time ago to one person might be a short time ago to another person. Words like soon and close and even when somebody says just a minute they probably don't really mean just a minute as in 60 seconds they mean short but they don't mean just 60 seconds. I, I recently chuckled when I was talking to a young boy that was at our house with a group of people this boy was probably about seven or eight years old, and he started talking to me about when he was little. And I thought, well, that's funny. You're eight years old, and you're talking to me about when you were little. And he was talking about when he was five. Well, to him, when you're eight and then you're five, that's half your lifetime ago. So that was when he was little. Because when you're eight, you're grown up. You're brushing your teeth all by yourself and all these other things. You know, you're a big boy when you're eight. And I thought about that. That's funny. Uh, eight years old is, you, you think that uh, five, five years old, eight years old, that's a long time ago. I'm thinking I probably have clothes in my closet 
that are older than you. In fact, I know I have clothes in my closet that are older than you. I could probably go into my pantry and find some canned goods that if I check the expiration date on them, they're even older than eight years old. They're just sitting there waiting for some magical day when there's nothing left except this one can of kidney beans. We go, ah, 1987, that was a good year. Open up those kidney beans. We're poor, mother, but we've got a can of kidney beans, so we're not going to die. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. These are magical words that are open to any interpretation depending on what you're talking about. And it's interesting that the book of Hebrews in the Bible starts out with very similar words. A little bit of Star Wars flair to them. Maybe. It could be. When in Hebrews chapter 1 it says, Long ago, at various times and in various ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed the heir of all things, through whom also He created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of His nature. And He upholds the universe by the power, by the word of His power. Dun da da dun, dun da da dun dun. You see, that's power. Hey, hey, hey. That's power. That's power over George Lucas, over Steven Spielberg, over anybody. If only they understood this power of the long ago Messiah. Long ago, God spoke to us in various times through the prophets, through Moses, through the parting of waters. Long ago. But people didn't fully get it. So in these last days, He's spoken to us through His Son. That's power. Dun da da dun, dun da da dun dun. Come on, where's my laughter? <laughs> God spoke. God intervened. God stepped into human history. God moved. And the world reacted. You see, he had spoken in many ways, but then at one point when he called his son, Jesus set aside all of eternity. Jesus set aside the perfection of heaven and lowered Himself and emptied Himself of His divinity and came down and allowed Himself in a galaxy a long time ago, far, far away, to be born as a child in a manger. He stepped into this world of time that He had never existed in before because He lived in the world of eternity. And there is no time in eternity except eternity itself. He stepped into a world of, of hurt, a world of, a world of dirt, a world of pain, a world of gain, a world of losses, a world of bosses, a, a world of too much and a world of not enough. He stepped into this flesh and blood world and He came to those to save them who knew Him not. And so in the middle of the glitter and the glitz of Christmas and all of you trying to find your ways to buy all these people presents and half of them you probably don't even really like. And you still got to buy them a present. I'm so glad we don't have young kids, and I don't mean this against you, but when my kids were little, it was like, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, I want a pair of shoes. Okay, well, that's 90 bucks. That's a lot for a pair of shoes. We'll get you the cheaper shoes. But now it's like, well, what do you want for Christmas? I want a new iPhone. $1,000. Like, who do you think you are that you get this $1,000 iPhone? 
You see, but that's the glitter and the glitz and all these things that call us at Christmas time to take our eyes off of what's important. And what's really important is not only the birth of Christ, but it's each other and family and health and being alive and being together and to be able to enjoy the world in which you have created. The world that you live in, which is family and friends and work and health. And I know that some of you are probably hurting and lonely at Christmas. And it's the Savior who came for all of us to get us to focus on what's really important. He who had everything became nothing for us. He allowed himself to be born in a, in a feed box that was probably in a barn or in a cave. And if you were to bend down, if you were able to go back to that night in that galaxy long ago and far, far away, if you were able to bend down and look at him lying in the manger, and if you were able to listen to him closely, he would probably say, take up your cross and follow me. You see, because the reality is that Jesus was not born in some cathedral, in some palace, that Jesus was born in a feed box with the less thans of the world. He came to save the rich and the poor and the black and the white and the brown and every single color and every single person and male and female. He didn't come to save one group. He came to save the world that God so loved the world that he gave his son. And as he grew and as he lived his life, he met people not where he wanted them to be, but where they are. And that means he meets you where you are. He confronted the selfishness and the ugliness and the pain and the sorrow and the self-centeredness of the human heart. He saw it and he loved us anyway in spite of who we are because we are at, at its bottom, at its essence, we are his children. And all the things, all of the sin and the pain are just what this world has laid on us. But at the bottom, it's God loving His children. And He calls us to minister to this world as it is, not as we want it to be. And so you and I must go out and share the good news of God's love with people who might not really want to hear it. People who really might not understand it. People who really might not deserve it in our eyes, but certainly deserve it in God's eyes. It's not about who they know or what they know or are they part of a certain church or not. It's, it's not even do they know about God. It's does God know about them? And the answer is yes, God knows about them. So you must return to the cradle and you must see Christ in His cradle. The Messiah born in a manger. Come to these last days. From this galaxy Long, long time ago, it says, in these last days, God has spoken to us through His Son. So He's the last day's manger baby. Anytime since the birth of Christ is living in the last days. And Christ allowed Himself to die on a cross with the promise that He will come again to take those who want to be home with Him and to make this world anew. So everything after the birth of Christ is the last days. We are living in the last days. And what people need to hear about more than anything is the love and the light of a Savior who loves them and came and emptied Himself of everything glorious about Him and He became a man. He became a God-man. Not half God, not half man, but fully God and fully man who allowed Himself to live in this world and went willingly to a cross for which he deserved nothing and no part. So long ago, in a galaxy far, far away, Jesus said, I will go 
and show my love to these people. I will be born in a manger. And that is the essence of the Christmas message. sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a little town located in the province of Galilee. Gabriel appeared to Mary, a young virgin engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, whose ancestor was King David. Gabriel said to her, Greetings, Mary, you are highly favored by God. May his blessings be with you. You have been selected over all the women in Israel.
When she saw Gabriel, she was frightened and confused about what he was saying. She tried to figure it out, but couldn't. Then Gabriel said, Don't be afraid, Mary. God has been very gracious to you. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and you shall call him Jesus. He will be the Son of God and will do great things for the Most High God. God will give him the throne of King David, his ancestor. He will rule over all the descendants of Jacob forever, and his reign will never end. Your baby boy, the one they walk on water. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon deliver you that your baby boy will give sight to the blind man Mary did you know that your baby boy will calm the storm with his hand did you know that your baby boy has walked for angels and when you kissed your 
You've kissed the face of God on Mary, did you know? Your baby boy is Lord of all creation. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day rule the nation? Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect lamb? This sleeping child you're holding is the great I am Oh Mary did you know oh, Mary did you know When Mary heard this she said to Gabriel, I can understand how God can make this happen between two old people like Abraham and Sarah, but how can this happen to me when I'm not even married? Gabriel answered, your pregnancy will be by the power of the Holy Spirit, and the baby you give birth to will be holy because you'll be giving birth to the Son of God. God has blessed your cousin Elizabeth, who never expected to have a baby at her age, and now she is six months pregnant. Soon she'll have a baby boy. With God, nothing is impossible. Mary said, I gladly submit myself to the will of God to be his servant. Let it happen to me just as you said.
Immediately, Mary started making preparations to visit her cousin Elizabeth, who lived in one of the southern villages in the province of Judea. When she got there, she told Elizabeth everything that had happened and that she was pregnant without being married. As Elizabeth listened to Mary tell her the experience, the baby inside of her jumped for joy. Then the Holy Spirit inspired her, and she said, God has blessed you, Mary. You are the most honored woman in all the history of Israel. And God will surely bless the baby you're carrying. So who am I that the mother of Israel's long-expected Messiah should come to visit me? Why am I so favored? As soon as I heard the sound of your voice, the baby inside of me jumped for joy. Bless you. You believe the angel Gabriel and it happened. You're pregnant and all the other things he told you will happen too.
Then Mary, inspired by the Holy Spirit, responded, I want to praise the Lord. I love him with all my heart and my soul. He is my God and my Savior. He has chosen me to give birth to his son, me, the least known of all the women in Israel. And to think that all the generations will call me blessed for giving birth to the Messiah. Thank you. 
About this time, Caesar Augustus declared a nationwide census in all the countries throughout the Roman Empire. Everyone was required to register in the city or town where his ancestors came from. Joseph lived in the city of Nazareth in the province of Galilee. He had to travel all the way down to Judea, to the little town of Bethlehem, and register there because he was of the lineage of David. He also had to register Mary, who had married him and was about to have her baby. While they were there, the time came for Jesus to be born. All the rooms in town were full, so they had to spend the night in a cattle stall. That's where she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in strips of cloth and laid him in a box where animals feed, because there was nowhere else to stay.
say thank you to uh, especially to Max Cruz and Mrs. Esther Martinez for the parts they've had in putting this together and all the people under them who have had a part especially the cute little kids at the end and then these lovely middle schoolers so can you say thank you to them one more time I just want to say thank you for coming and I wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy holiday I know that in a group this size, there's someone here that's spending their first Christmas without a loved one. Maybe someone has passed away or someone has moved or someone's in the armed services and they're not with you this year and you're missing them. I understand that and God bless you as you have one less person beside you at the holiday. There might be somebody new here that's had a baby or something this year. Mazel tov, God bless you as well as you spend your holidays rejoicing with new loved ones. Maybe somebody just can't make it this year and so you're you're missing them as well. But whatever your holiday is, our Lord and Savior loves you and He knows and cares about you. So may your holidays be full of food and family and friends and laughter and love. May your pockets always be full of money and your kitchen always be full of food and your heart always be full of God's love. Amen. hope you have enjoyed this program. 
For a list of the songs and information on the performance, please visit our website at www.wyawradio.org. The Savannah First Seventh-day Adventist Church comes together for worship and fellowship every Saturday starting at 10 o'clock a.m. We invite you to join us anytime. Thank you for tuning into WYAW, where you are welcome listener-supported radio 93.5 FM. We wish you a Merry Christmas. My favorite Christmas tradition is what our family called our annual trim the tree party. When our children were very young, we started having these parties about two weeks before Christmas every year. We cook up a lot of food, invite all our family and friends over, and we only ask our guests to bring one item, and it was an ornament to hang on our tree. And so during our celebration, we would all eat until everybody was well past full. And then we would sit around the tree and and decorate the tree. When they were small, we had to raise them up so they could hang their ornaments. And as they grew older, they helped smaller kids hang theirs. After trimming the tree, we all sit around the fireplace and we would tell the Christmas story, the story of Jesus' birth. It's still important and special to us today. My favorite Christmas memory would have to be Christmas Eve, um, and my family would let us each open one present um, at night, and while we were able to open the present, we got to drink that um, sparkling cider, but I didn't know what it was called, so I would just call it the sparkly water stuff, so that was always fun. And um, my favorite Christmas song would have to be um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas.
My favorite Christmas memory starts during Thanksgiving. My ex-husband is one of six in his family. Therefore, his family grew. We ended up with 30 people during Thanksgiving. They would help me put up the tree. We would tear open gifts. There would be a lot of paper everywhere. As you can imagine, with 30 people of various ages, during Christmas dinner, there were three tables going, one for the adults, one for the tweens, and one for the kids. So it was a rip-roaring time, and it's a great memory because I did not have that when I was growing up. We pretty much really did not celebrate the holidays at all, but once I became a part of my husband's family, and there was so much happiness just being together, you know, building family memories. So It was a really, really great Christmas memory that happened all the time, every year. Joseph Womack, pastor here at the Savannah First Seventh Adventist Church, and I wanted to share with you one of my favorite Christmas memories. I was raised in a home that my mother was Jewish, my father wasn't really any sort of religious background, so Christmas for us was a unusual but fun mixture of Hanukkah candles and also a Christmas tree. Hanukkah, you get one gift a night for eight nights, and Christmas, you get a whole bunch all on Christmas morning. So I got the benefit of both of those. And it was a great upbringing to have. I was glad later when I discovered the meaning of Christmas in the birth and the celebration of the birth of Christ. And uh, Christmas has always been a special time for me, if only for the goodwill that it brings among people across America and the world. One of my favorite Christmas songs is What Child Is This? because it encourages us to go to the cradle and look at the baby Jesus. So. I wish for all of you a happy holiday, and I say God bless you, and thanks for listening to WYAW.
Thank you.